Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Final four in town. Double a header tomorrow night at Target Center. Should be a great atmosphere. The court looks good. The teams are great. Louisville, South Carolina at 6 in the night. Cap at 8.30. UConn. And Stanford Page Beckers returns home with the Huskies, overcomes a big injury, and helps her team beat North Carolina State in the regional final to get to the final four. Her high school coach, good enough to join us right now, Brian Cosgrove, joins us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. And uh, Brian, always good to visit with you. I hope all is well. Yes, thank you very much for having me on, Steve. I appreciate it. It's a great show you got going here. Well, happy to see your friendly face at Augsburg at that section final. Uh, Providence Academy, you're an assistant coach now at Providence, taking on Holy Family. Great atmosphere at Augsburg. I got there really early, got set up on PrepSpotlight.tv, and then the Providence student section stood right in front of me, and I ended up watching the game on my laptop, trying to do the play-by-play that night. But uh, Providence goes on to win it, and uh, had a great state tournament, so congrats. Thank you very much. It was a it was a, a unique experience for me as well, and uh, such great kids at Providence, and I learned a ton from the young head coach Connor Getz over there. So, um, just feel real real fortunate to be part of the program and uh, part of that school over there. Yeah, and, and the high school game has meant so much to you and your your long career, and uh, for, for years as a Hopkins head coach and. Uh, being on that state tournament run, there's just nothing like it. And it it was a terrific state tournament over at the U, Maturi Pavilion and uh, Williams Arena. And I couldn't help but think uh, the last state tournament you were a head coach in with Hopkins, Paige Backers was there. They pulled the plug on it. That was it. The the high school sports season came to a close. I, I was at Maturi Pavilion called that game that day and then that was it yeah it was uh it was kind of a bizarre situation and i'll never forget it because we were on a 62 game winning streak and we were about to play farmington on saturday and the night before we had played uh stillwater in the in the still in the state tournament semis and they told us you know we're going to have the game but we're only going to get two uh two spectators per player and I said, you know what? That's fine. That's I have no problem. Let's just let us let let us play the game because the NCAA had gotten shut down and the NBA was getting shut down. But I was like, holy cow! This is they can't shut us down, you know. So we were at school on Friday. I'd been up there 
watching film since about six in the morning and got the call and then you had to call the kids and it's one of the hardest things I've ever had to do as a coach is explain to them, oh. you know what, season's over and um and I'll never forget the expression, especially on my seniors, you know, they weren't gonna get to play and then on top of that, our banquet got canceled because we were gonna have the banquet on Sunday. But yet they sent us back to a school of twenty five hundred kids. It, it, at the time, you were kind of upset about it because you just didn't know what was going on. You understand it now, looking back on the situation, but you were pretty upset, you know. Yeah, and and you feel for all the kids because uh, you know how hard it is to get there and how hard these kids had worked. And Paige Backers was was a part of a very special group, and you, you've coached a lot of great players over the years. Yeah, no question about it. I mean, uh, you know, having gone through it now at 2A and 4A, it's totally different. But I'll tell you what, regardless of whatever class you're in, the experience is just as unique and just as exhilarating and thrilling for each school. And to have it shut down like that, it was very hard. Yeah, and, you know, throughout the the course of that season – the buildup was, you know, one, the, this wonderful career that that group had had together. And, of course, you know, Paige, and, and, you know, <laughs> playing for so long and, and really being on everybody's radar, whether uh, you were a casual basketball fan or a hardcore basketball fan, everybody knew Paige Beckers, and this was her last high school game. And to have that taken away as well really stands out. It really does, and, and the unfortunate part about it is we had a great group of underclassmen who were on that team that went on to um, win it this year, um, you know, with Maya Battle, Maya Naji, Nuno Agara, Taylor Woodson, you know, A.C. Contreras, Kelly Boyle. Uh, those kids were all on that team, and uh, it was nice to see them win it this year. Sure. But the thing about it was is Paige was so close with a lot of those kids and, you know, what I always tell people, you know, enjoy this moment because you'll never know if you'll have everybody back together again because there's, you know, people go their different ways after games. And, um, you know, it was, um, it was tough to handle, but yet I look back on it and I kind of go, how blessed was I to coach this amazing young lady for, you know, five or six years, and you never really appreciate the moment until it becomes a memory and you look at things and you kind of go dang the good lord was smiling on me because i've had so many great players come through i heard gino ariama say tonight you know he goes you know somebody asked him you only win national championships when you got really great players and i'm like oh yeah okay there, there's a wise guy you know <laughs> what the <Yeah>. heck <laughs> you know I, I we were very good because we had great players and page was number one on the list yeah and you know we've talked about this before and i'm sure you've told the story many times but the first time i saw her play it was like wow this this is a a unique talent it is a very young kid and just continues to get better and better but you saw day in and day out in practice you know you know the the work behind the scenes. You know, people go to the games or watch a state tournament on TV or now watch her play on television. But that is years of hard work by the young woman. No question about it. I saw her play as a second grader at halftime 
on the Williams Arena floor of like the the Gophers. They're, the Lady Gophers were playing. She was out there playing huh. halftime versus like fourth, fifth, and sixth graders, and she was dominating back then. And the funny thing about her is, as a seventh grader, we had a really good team. So uh, we won the state championship that year in 2015. She was a seventh grader. And back then we got three halves a night for kids. And so she would play two halves of the sophomore game and lead the sophomore team to an undefeated season. And then she would get a half of the JV game right after that. And the JV team would be either tied or behind. And then she would lead the JV team to the undefeated season. And then as an eighth grader, she started her varsity career in her first game. She went seven for seven from three against the number one team in the state. And at that point, you knew this kid is going to go on to do great things. Yeah, a wonderful high school career and leaves Hopkins even without that that final state championship game as a as as a legend of the game, uh, boys or girls in this state, and then goes on to UConn. One thing a lot of people don't realize, and and few people have been through it. And in the recruitment process is a division one athlete. You've had a number of players go through that over the years. What was that experience like with Paige? Was it always UConn and playing for Gino Ariyama? Did you, did you get that sense early on? Oh yeah. After every season, you always have exit meetings with your players. And as an eighth grader, we sat down and, and I'll never forget. She sat across the table for me. I go, Paige, if you could pick one school where you'd want to play, where would you want to go? And she said, UConn. And I said, well, I have the coach's number because Marissa Mosley, who's now the current coach at Wisconsin, was an assistant out there. And before that, she was an assistant at the University of Minnesota, so I knew her quite well. I said, let's give her a call. And the funny thing about it is Marissa answered, and and we started talking. I said, I got this kid here you're going to want to put on your radar. She's pretty special. And uh, her name is Paige Beckers. You got to follow her this summer on the AAU circuit. And then I said, you know, because at the time I was really good friends with Joe Sensor, the Vikings tight end. Well, he and Gino were college roommates. Oh, wow. And, yeah. And so I said, you tell Coach Gino that I'm really good friends with his college roommate. So we had that connection going. And then she went out um, and played in a bunch of AAU tournaments. They followed her. And by her sophomore year, Coach Ariyama was all over her and wanted her. And, you know, Paige has always wanted to go there. But, you know, when you get the likes of Stanford and Notre Dame and Oregon and South Carolina and University of Minnesota coming through your gym, it gets pretty difficult. But at the end of the day, Coach Ariyama was an amazing recruiter, great guy, down-to-earth, very approachable. You know, he, he won her over, and the rest is kind of history. And I suppose it's hard to keep track of it because there's been so many good players and um, the, the, these players went on to college careers and, and so on and so forth. Do you have any sense on how many times Gino came to town to actually see her play in a Hopkins uniform? I bet you he came through at least probably 20 times. Oh, wow. I mean, yeah, he was here a lot over the course of her recruitment process and and every time, you know, after an open gym or a game, you know, he would stick around to talk to you or we would go out for a beer afterwards or something like that. I mean, he's he's just a great guy. He really is a great, great guy. And you know why people are going out to UConn? Because he's a great coach and kids want to play for him. And that's why they're winning 
you know, national championships and have been in the Final Four 14 straight times. In, in your experience in, in coaching Paige in her high school career, and, and she's gone on and had an amazing career already at UConn and will play in the Final Four at Target Center, what about the behind-the-scenes stuff, though, as a practice player and 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 someone who is engaged with her teammates? And you, you could see on the floor she makes the players around her better, but what about day in, day out? in practice and behind the scenes and, and the stuff that you, you, you can't buy a ticket and see. Well, you can't because, you know, she's the first one at the gym, last one to leave, you know, finishes first in every sprint, um, you know, wants to shoot the crucial free throw in the drills, wants to shoot the final shot and all those, you know, the, um, you know, the game situations. And just the fact that she worked her tail off for her craft, I mean, she was she was an amazing workhorse. And the other thing that she really liked to do is she loved to be around the kids. I'll never forget she would come to, like, the Hopkins Public Library on Saturdays and read stories to kids or come to the elementaries and read to kids. And she ran her own basketball camp out in, in Mon- Montana called Buckets with Beckers. And, you know, she was just a, a real positive person. Hmm. Um, when... When she went on to immediate success at UConn Freshman of the Year, I know we had kind of talked about that, and I, you, you were good enough to join me one of these nights when I was sitting in for Mike or Henry. I can't remember. But but you, you didn't seem that, at all surprised that being on that big stage and in that spotlight that, that she would have success. And then the adversity and the injury this year and – a lot of basketball fans say, oh, it's a bummer. She, she might not be back or able to, you know, potentially come to the Final Four. There's no guarantees. Um, but but her comeback and then her performance in that regional final, I suppose, you weren't a bit surprised. Well, I wasn't, you know, I was, I'm not going to lie. I, I, I thought she'd go out to UConn and be great. I didn't think she'd win College Player of the Year in her freshman year. For sure. You know, I didn't think that, um, you know, when she got hurt, I wasn't a thousand percent sure she'd be able to make it back. And then when I watched her play, you could see she wasn't the same old page. But as this thing wore, wore on and she got more confident with with her injury, um, you could see that she was coming back. And then as that game wore on, I was like, well, she's got four points in the first half. Um, the team is up. They're in good shape. And then, I on the other hand, I was like, you know what, <laughs> NC State's going. We're only down four or six at the half, we're, 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 and we're not playing that well. We're in good shape. So I was sitting there thinking, well, if they're going to win this, Paige is going to have to play a lot better this half. And as that half went on, and then they got to overtime, I was like, Paige is putting this team on her back. She's going to win this thing. It's 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 just it's just a matter of time. You could see it coming. Yeah, and and that had to be so thrilling because of how much time you you've you've spent with her in in the gym and at games to see that. I I I suppose that was just a thrilling moment for you, and I I suppose you feel that success for all your former players that that go on and whatever success they have. But in that moment, then it then had to be something for you. It was really special. We were at Main Street Bar and Grill in downtown Hopkins. And I was with uh, Ted Reverso, the Augsburg uh, women's head coach. 
And we were diagramming plays on napkins, and we're saying they got to do this, <laughs> they got to do that. And the whole bar, I mean, it just it became Becker's headquarters. And everyone was high-fiving and screaming at the TVs. And it was just a really cool environment to know that, you know, the, the, the town of Hopkins was behind. They kept calling her Paige Buckets. And, uh, you know, they were high-fiving us and screaming at the TVs. It was really a cool environment. Yeah, and, uh, you know, to, to step up in a big spot like that and get UConn back to their 14th consecutive Final Four, you know, the history and the pressure and all the expectations that go on, it, it didn't seem to be um, too much for her. No, no. I mean, she, I, I will tell you this. Her junior and senior year, I mean, we would play in front of, you know, I bet you, 2,000 to 1,000 people every night. And I remember going to Farmington. It was like the second or third game of her senior year, and the place was packed. And the whole crowd was yelling, overrated, overrated. And she would just come down, drop a dime on somebody, or hit the three. And, you know, she would just, hey, this is how I roll. And uh, <laughs> she was she was just really used to that kind of pressure. She was. Her, her junior year, she was sicker than a dog for the state championship. And she willed our team to a state championship her junior year. So um, her sophomore year, unfortunately, we didn't win it, but it wasn't because of Paige. She scored 47 in that game against Eastfield. So, I mean, (laughs) she's always stepped up in big games. And that's why my money, I'll tell you what, my money's on UConn. Now, of course, I'm biased, but yet, mark my words, this is the stuff of uh, fairy tales. It really is. Yeah, and what's crazy about it, we brought it up earlier in the show, and and I think a lot of people get this sense that UConn gets the win over North Carolina State in a great regional final, and they're on the way to another Final Four, and they're going to be, as Chris Tubbs pointed out, over 1,300 miles from Storrs, Connecticut, and they're going to have one of the great home court advantages Friday night in in Final Four history, I mean, my sense is it's going to feel like a UConn home game tomorrow night. I agree, Steve. I, I just think there's going to be so many people there cheering for UConn simply because of Paige and the type of person that she is, as well as being from Minnesota. I think it's going to be a great environment for, for UConn. I'm hoping they can pull it out. Um, I'm hoping for Coach Ariama as well as, as Paige because uh, – just they're great people. Yeah, well, uh, great teams, great tournament final four. Brian, always good to visit with you. It, it, thanks so much for the time. Thank you for having me on, Steve. I really appreciate it and doing a great job here. So good to see you at the tournament, and thanks for the coverage of high school sports, buddy. All right, there he is, Brian Cosgriff, uh, Paige Becker's high school coach at Hopkins, and he joined us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.